Welcome to the Delta Weekly Podcast. My name is Molly Quell. I'm the international editor of Delta. And I'm Dietrich Trost, a graduate student at the Faculty of Applied Earth Sciences. And we're going to talk to you about the week's news. Uh, up on the Delta website, we have another feature about one of the people of the TU Delft. Every week, another human of TU Delft is interviewed to see what they have to say. This time, it is a board member of the St. Jansberg Student Fraternity, so have a look if you're interested. And also up on the TU Delft website, in his latest column, Frido Smolders, Associate Professor of Design, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship, continues to expand on his notion of the universal academic brain. In this third installment, he discusses what such an experiment should entail. You can read this and all of his pieces in the series on the website, and we'll link to it in the liner notes. In campus news, an uncharacteristic amount of ladies descended on Delft last Monday during this year's latest intro. This event takes place as sort of a light to get girls excited about studying in Delft. All attendees had a full day with workshops, laser gaming, and other exciting activities. The latest intro does serve another purpose, says Guus Wiersma, the secretary of the OVA board. Since Delft is mostly a male city, new female students think it is nice to already know some other girls before actually starting their education. The OA bird is looking into an option for a more general preway, so the guys aren't left out. Great, so those of us that live in the city uh, get to have two weeks of OA or three weeks of OA. Yes, but think of, of all the equality. Yes, so much equality, so much drunken shenanigans. In other campus news, after years of vocal complaints from the student body, the university will finally be opening up additional study spaces in at least one faculty building. The Industrial Design Engineering Building will be open from 9 in the morning until 10 in the evening on June 24th and 25th to accommodate students during the exam period. This will add 600 extra spaces and 400 extra computers for students. The executive board continues to investigate other options for increasing the number of study places. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. It's always so busy. Well, after those uh, photos of the library with yeah. the crowding thing, they really, I think, yeah, had to yeah, do something yeah. about it. In off-campus news, this year has not been good for student fraternities as a lot of stories have surfaced about extreme and sometimes dangerous hazing practices. The old Minister of Education, Jed Bussemakers, thinks that when something like this happens, the university should act. How exactly she does not say beyond having a firm talk with the fraternity. Because of an action during a hazing ritual in Groningen at Vindicat, the city wants to ban hazings completely. This is not the first time that a ban is mentioned, but historically it is never put into action. And you are the member of a student fraternity, yes, right? And I you am. guys are changing your uh, sort of hazing yeah, practices. Yeah, we are. So so uh, it's a combination of so because of the whole Vindicat thing, but also just, you know, progressive stuff. It right. happens. It happens. Change happens. Change happens, yeah. Yes. Another positive change news, according to a new report from CBS, the Dutch Statistics Agency, graduation rates are up and unemployment rates are down. The agency released a report this month looking into these metrics amongst people between the ages of 25 and 30. According to the report, within 18 months of graduation, 95% of graduates had found jobs. So that might be some uh, incentive for you to study hard during your upcoming exam period. You know, it sounds really good. 95% is a lot, but 18 months is a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. It's cool that you get a job, but I yeah. can get if you want to take a month or two off after graduation. But, uh, you yeah, know, it's a probably year not going to make a big difference no. between us. Uh, yeah. yeah. In science news, the rate of technological advancement is increasing at an incredible pace, and it is easy to believe that using big data and machine learning, we might soon have an answer for everything. Dirk Helping, professor at the EDH Zurich and part-time professor at the Engineering Social Sciences for Responsible Digital Future here at the TU Delft, which is a It's a long, long title for a department. Yes. yes. Disagrees. He argues that the real world is more complex than any game that a computer can solve. So he thinks the best way is to combine collective human intelligence and artificial intelligence. Together with his research team in Zurich, he has created a digital nervous system called NervousNet, which is also a weird name. It's an excellent naming for uh, for this. Uh, This is why engineers shouldn't do marketing. (laughs) Probably. 
Uh, it used the Internet of Things and mainly smartphones, which have a lot of sensors to measure what is going on in the world. If you're interested in this technology, head on over to the Delta website. Yeah, it's quite an interesting article about how uh, yeah. he thinks that this is all going to affect us in the future. Yeah, I do recommend heading on over to the article because it has more information that I can just say now on the air. But it's really, it's an interesting technology. Yeah. In other interesting technologies, chip manufacturer ARM unveiled plans to develop a brain implantable chip during a meeting of the Semiconductor Research Council last week. In attendance was bioelectronics expert Professor Wouter Serdine of the AWE faculty. He expressed a positive outlook, highlighting how such chips may help people with spinal cord injuries, but he notes that there are a lot of practical issues still at play, so science fiction fans shouldn't get their hopes up just yet. Well, too late. Yes. I think everything that comes out of the TU Delft research gets science fiction fans. Yeah, I think so. so. In some upcoming stuff, June 21st, there's an open night at Unit Culture. From 7 till 10, students will be showing what they've got to anyone that's interested. The night consists of music, dancing, singing, and theater, and there's even an exposition in the foyer. To make it even more interesting, the entrance is completely free. And perhaps you saw the long-running Delta series What's Hiding in Delft, which used to be featured on the back page of the paper magazine. As that's no longer in print, Delta has decided to highlight some of the best pieces in the series in an exhibition at the TU Delft Library. You can find out lots about the city's hidden gems from artwork to collections until July 9th. This exhibition is also free. Wow. Lots of free stuff going on. It's like we're catering to students or something. We have no money. (laughs) Well, that's all the news that we have for you this week. I'm Molly. And I'm Diederik. And we'll be back next week. Delta is the independent university magazine of the Technical University of Delft. You can find all of our stories online at delta.tudelft.nl. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are available. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to get Delta in your inbox every week, you can subscribe to our newsletter on the website.